Welcome to Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Pastor Dom went from a life of organized crime to federal prison. There, God saved him and set him free. Soon after his release, he attended seminary and received his master's degree and is now the senior pastor of Desert Sky Baptist Church, where he serves with a passion for biblical theology right here in Casa Grande. Now let's join our host, Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Pastor Dominic Romaldi here with Street Talk Theology, where we take theology and we bring it to the streets. I am back with my co-host, Pastor Michael Teddy, and we had started talking about on the last segment that we ran out of time. That's par for the course for me and Pastor Michael. We're always running out of time, but I am, I'm being good. This, 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 I believe the last podcast and now I'm I'm trying to turn this over to Pastor Michael because I miss him so much. And, you know, he's been dealing with baby Ethan and then he had some food poisoning and there's been a, a, a lot of stuff going on in his life. So I've kind of we started talking about um, Evaldi, Texas, and got the in India point of view on that. And there was there isn't that many. Uh, shootings like that because weapons are not as readily available. Um, and and again, uh, Michael was clear that this was not anything. We weren't doing political aspirations with the Second Amendment. That was not our, our cause in this. We were just dealing with the incident, how Michael looked at it from a, a father point of view, his theological ramifications to that. Pastor Grimaldi at Gmail. Pastor Michael, before I get into the the application to what we were speaking about, Pastor Michael, anything you just want to introduce quickly, and then we'll get right into the meat. I want to read a few scriptures and then turn it over to you. Pastor Michael Teddy from India. What is it? Redemption Bible Church? Redemption Hill Church. Redemption Hill. We all need to be at the Redemption Hill. At the feet yeah. of Christ, right, <laughs> Pastor Michael? Absolutely. Yeah, it's good to it's good to do these podcasts. It's good to be back. Um, so uh, yeah, if any any one of you are ever in India, do do come visit us. We'd love to have you. Um, so we've um, you know, God's been gracious, God's been good. Um, we're a small church in the southern tip of India, slowly growing, uh, words getting out more and more, maybe through street talk theology and otherwise, and people are coming and finding us and uh, um, they're coming, they want to hear the gospel. They want to be part of a healthy church. And so um, we've been very grateful to God for all the ways in which he's been taking us. And so, yeah. And if you want to write to us, uh, write to us at redemptionhill.india at gmail.com, or you can write to me personally at michaelteddy at gmail.com. You can also know more about the church by visiting redemptionhill.in. And so we, uh, yeah, God's God's just been good. It's good to be here. He's a good God. He really is, man. I, every time, you know, you guys have to see us. Every time we do, you know, um, every time. And my uh, Pastor Michael, you can put those in the show notes or send them to me. We can get them in the show notes. And especially if they want to visit the website, maybe listen. Right. Pastor Michael's an excellent preacher. Um, so... You know, we can. Uh, the, you guys have your uh, sermons on on the website and stuff. I would assume, right? Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah, so I want to get them in the show notes for for people, so you can send them over to me, Pastor Michael, and we'll get them in I the show notes when this 
when this goes up. So I wasn't thinking about that before. So here's what I want to do with the next 20, 22 minutes. Um, this is kind of, I woke up this morning and I said, man, I, I haven't spoken to my co-host. I know he's been dealing with some stuff at home, like I just mentioned. So I said to myself, I said, you know what? I'm going to have Pastor Michael just encourage me a little bit. And he, in the last segment, he um, looked at uh, the Uvalde shooting um, from an India point of view, looking at it uh, from another country, which I think was an interesting perspective. Um, so I appreciate that. But there's always in everything in this world, there's always a call to repentance, always. And I'll, I'll tell you what, Pastor Michael, before I read the verses, and I'm going to turn it over to you. Every funeral that I do, I let the people know that funerals are for the living. Because right. at the end of the day, it's a challenge when we see, and this doesn't debunk the, the evil in the world, and, and we know that evil only is going to go so far. God has got a governor on that. And this doesn't debunk the, the tragedies that happen. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you know, when we see these tragedies, and they can happen to any of us, time and chance, the question is, where are we at? Right? I mean, that's, that's the question. So I'm going to read five verses. And this is hard for a pastor to read five verses and not expound on them. But I'm going to read the verses. And I'm going to turn them over to another pastor, and he's going to expound on them. So, and I just want to say one thing after I read this, and I'm going to turn it over to Michael. The Bible says this. Now, at that same time, there were some present who were reporting to him, reporting to Christ, about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mixed with their sacrifices. And Jesus answered and said to them, do you think that these Galileans were greater sinners than all other Galileans because they suffered these things? In other words, Pilate killed them. I tell you no, but unless you repent, you'll all likewise perish. Or do you think that those 18 on whom the Tower of Siloam fell and killed them were worse offenders than all the men who live in Jerusalem? I tell you no, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish perish. So here's how I want to give this to Pastor Michael. The wrong question is looking at the ones who perish, time and chance. I mean, you can walk across the street and hit by a car. The real question, right, Pastor Michael, is repent or perish or the statement. Please. So absolutely. The the whole point, even as we were talking in the last segment, um, we live in a corrupted world and everything in our natural uh, flesh, in our natural human flesh is hostile toward God. We are inclined towards ungodliness. We are inclined towards corruption, not just to be corrupted, but to corrupt the things of this world. So we in every sense want to make the world worse in that regard. And it might look pretty, it might look technologically advanced, it might look a lot of these things, it, it might look fashionable, but it is all of sin, it is all of damage, it is all of uh, filth, it is not good. And um, as Christians, we who are inhabited by the Spirit of God carry the light of the gospel, the light of Christ. 
and we are to be set upon a hill so that our light may so shine upon the earth that the whole world may come to the dawning of that light and and darkness might be obliterated darkness might be defeated wherever we go that's what happens when a christian lives and so uh, even here as as jesus is being questioned regarding this and he talks about the galileans it's it's a thing about sinners right it's a thing about sin uh, we are all sinners but it's a thing about the unbelieving world that to to be in the unbelieving world and uh, uh, call and prioritize evil to be in the unbelieving world and to uh, measure evil which which is also something we spoke about which is they would look at the shooting that happened and call it evil it will call it despicable call it bad but they would then look at pride month and call it glorious they would look at any sin that they thought is bad uh, that they don't agree with that and that would be evil but then they would look at abortion and call it good right and so w- what's happening with sinners is that they fail to realize that regardless of the intensity of their sin they have to stand before a holy god and when you stand before a holy god the the slightest of stain on that garment is has infinite consequence when you stand before such a holy god and so jesus looks at them and says i are, are you really comparing those people who died under those circumstances and you think they went through that because they were greater sinners that's not the standard by which god judges the standard by which god judges is his son is righteousness is glory it's perfection god's going to judge all of sin god's going to destroy all of sin and god's doing that and so how god does that is by is by destroying sin is by pouring his wrath upon sinners and it's by judging them and the good news of the gospel that we carry is that if you believe in jesus he bears that judgment if we believe in jesus god doesn't pardon us and excuse us by ignoring our sin god pardons us because christ carries the cross christ has carried the cross once and for all for all of us and he has taken upon himself the sins of the world and so if you believe in him we will truly be saved we will be restored so again like the last segment we've been saying as christians we are ambassadors of restoration we are living in a world where we are carrying the gospel of salvation to the ends of the earth saving lives bringing them to the gospel and when we do this we we change cultures we change nations the west is been the has been the model christian world for for a long time right and now we call it a godless nation and now we're talking about how how godless it has become but what made the west the west if you trace any of that it's very clear that the roots that made the west the great west is the gospel of jesus christ it is the christian world it is men and women who were who were courageous enough to take their bibles and set it as the foundation stone of your constitution 
it was men and women who were able to go to the Bible and not be ashamed of quoting it. It was men and women who were able to go to the Bible and say, thus saith the Lord. Those were courageous men. And when they did that, they changed the world. They changed the, uh, the trajectory of the world. They, ch they changed the entire landscape. And, and, and it was a great and glorious revolution. And what you are watching and you and I are watching right now is the break of that, um, all that they did. It is the breakup of all that they did and it's coming crashing to the floor. But if we look at church, if we look at world history, right, uh, and we don't look at it in uh, five-year segments or 10-year segments, if we look at world history in 500-year segments or 1,000-year segments, we begin to see that, we begin to see the rise and fall, right? And this might be the post-millennial in me talking, but... Uh, I, I, we, think I, I think Ashuk would be, I, I can see where you're going. Ashuk would just love this conversation at this point, right? <laughs> yeah, I do think so. So, so when, we look, when we look at the world broadly, I mean, history broadly, we have to acknowledge the fact that we've always seen spikes. We've always seen a climb. We've always seen a growth and we've always seen a dip. But come every dip, we have seen a greater growth that follows. And we can look at our world today and clearly see that we've come a long way and we've grown a long way. And now we are witnessing something that's going downhill again. But we can be confident that evil will not have the last say. This will not end in complete destruction. There will be a remnant. This will go down. And when they burn the house down, we will rebuild it from the ashes. And we will rebuild it better. It will be glorious. It will be wonderful. What will be the political state of the world at that point? What will be the, uh, you know, what, what will America look like? And what will, you know, India look like? We don't know. We can't tell. We can't say. Um, but the point is, Jesus calls us all to repent. Jesus calls the world to repentance. Because repentance is the way we restore the world. We take the gospel to the ends of the earth. People repent and believe in Christ. They turn from their wicked ways and they are saved. And if they don't do that, they likewise will perish in this manner because you're, you're part of a godless culture. I, I might just add one more thing. You know, a, a, a good comeback to that might be to ask the question, but, you know, we can call COVID God's judgment. We can call what happened in Texas God's judgment. And if we do that, then why are Christians dying amongst them? Hey, that's why a are good, yes, that's very good. Very good. Right? Why are Christians dying amongst them? And that's what makes what God, that's what makes the Christian worldview so precious, if you ask me. We're not ambassadors who stand outside the gate watching the land perish we are part of the land that's perishing we are like jeremiah holding the precious word of god for god's people speaking to them pleading with them persuading with them but we are partakers of this world and so a world that is dipping itself in corruption 
will begin to affect all of us. And so we are not standing outside the gate, unaffected by all this, pouring in our moral worldview into people. We're not standing on the outside and throwing our moral bombs at people. We are with them. We're suffering because of the corruption of the world. And we are pulling it out by preaching the gospel to those people. Now, that corruption does not affect us morally. It, it, it does not affect us in our positional righteousness in Christ. It does not stain us. But the effects of that moral corruption affect the world that we live in. So when they bring the house down, we are in the house. Uh, it's coming down. And it, would, it could mean that many Christians pay for it with their lives. Mm. And, and that could happen. So I was just listening to what you were saying, and I just want to read a couple of a text from Psalm 14. And uh, interesting, when I was listening to you and thinking about the admonition to repent, I was looking at the 14th Psalm and just the first two verses, Pastor Michael, if I can, the wicked fool says in his heart, there is no God. They act corruptly. They commit abominable deeds. There is no one who does good. Yahweh looks down from heaven upon the sons of men to see if there is anyone who has insight. Anyone who seeks after God. So I want to just say this in our, in our short time left. The insight that we need to have is the repentance, right? Because the whole world is saying there is no God, right? And there's no one who does good. And I think that's the problem is we don't start there. We start that there is good. We are good. Where you know, the problem is we're not. And I think the insight is to recognize that we're not, and he is. And that would cause repentance. Please, Pastor Michael. Absolutely. You know, it, it's like um, it's, it's, it, it's like saying, you know, we've got a problem. We all acknowledge there's a problem. But can you come and... Uh, help us fix this problem but here are the constraints uh, we will tell you where the problem is what the problem is and how to fix it you know we never go to a doctor like that you know it, it, the, you know the world is like a patient that walks up to a doctor and says doctor i'm not feeling well clearly there's something wrong but here's what you need to do uh, you need to diagnose me with this sickness and you need to give me this medication and i'll be all better right no patient does that what do patients do when they go to the doctor? They go to the doctor and say, doctor, here are the problems. Do all the tests you need to do. Run all the stuff that you need to do. Diagnose my problem and give me a good prescription that's going to help me get better. Right? And the world comes to Christians today and say there's a problem. And Christians say, yeah, you know, there is a problem. And then the world turns around to say, here's how we think we should fix it. And so many Christians listen to what the world has to say and say, yeah, that's what the problem is. We'll help you fix it. No, that's not what we do. What we need to identify is the root problem. When we look at this mass shooting, the root problem is not gun control. The root problem 
is not uh, um, less psychological awareness. The root problem is not, uh, you know, that uh, there was the lack of security in that school at that time. The root problem is sin. And the root problem yeah. is sin that is growing in a corrupted culture, in a culture that is entertaining corruption. And so if we want to really fix the problem, then we need to go to the Bible to understand where the things are going wrong. And we need to start fixing them at the root. We need to start fixing them uh, at the bottom line. In fact, you know, that's exactly what happened with the whole Black Lives Movement and BLM and all, all, all the stuff that was happening there. Because you got a lot of people that started coming up with problems of racial discrimination and then giving solutions for it, right? And every solution that they were providing was coming from a non-biblical standpoint. That wasn't going to fix anything, right? And they would throw, you know, people, good Christians would throw good statistics, which would just get thrown out the window because all they wanted to do was get what they wanted. It was all a propaganda. And that's what all of this turns out to be. If we care for the lives of our children, we would change the culture of death. We would change the culture of corruption. If we care about those children who lost their lives, and it's a wake-up call that God's giving us about what this corrupted world is capable of doing, then we need to stop pretending to know what the solution is and start going to the Bible and calling sin, sin, calling a corrupted culture, a corrupted culture, calling a godless nation, a godless nation, and calling a godless government, a godless government. We need to be able to call our leaders to accountability. We need to be able to call our church members to accountability. We need to be able to call our neighborhood, our communities to accountability. And we need to be unashamed of using as the Bible, as the standard by which we call them to be accountable to. The Bible is where we go. We're not ashamed of it. It is the only book that gives us a consistent worldview because Christ is king. Christ is ruler. And we need to submit to his rule. And if we live lives of repentance, look what happened to Nineveh, right? When Jonah went and uh, did all that he did, he didn't want to do that because he knew what Nineveh was going to do. They were going to repent and turn from their wicked ways. And God relented the wrath that would fall upon them. That's the nature of uh, repentance. We need to be calling our communities to, our nation to. And so... We're looking at COVID and the effects of COVID still continue to this day. And nations need to repent. Nations need to come to Christ and repent for their sin and start looking at their culture, start looking at their policies, start looking at the law and put all of that back to the standard of the Bible. They need to call homosexuality an evil. They need to stop um, uh, accommodating uh, uh, gay marriages. They need to ban abortion. They need, in fact, they need to criminalize abortion. It's murder. It is death. They, and, and they need to do these things 
because the Bible says so. And they need to come and say there are no, uh, you know, you can't have your preferred pronouns. Uh, you cannot pick your gender. Um, all of those things. Well, I, I tell you, I, this has been really enjoyable for me. Um, we're just about out of time. But I, I was thinking, as you were saying, we got about a minute. And I will get the, I, I promise when these two go up, uh, Pastor Michael, I'll get some show notes in there so people can listen to some of your sermons and, and visit you online and maybe any questions and things like that. So we'll do sure. that. I think we did that way early back, but I think it's time now to to do that again. But I, I remember, I want to I close on this. And, um, and then I'm going to ask you, I know I, I don't like to say quick prayers, but we are running out of time, but I'd like you to pray for us here in America, uh, Pastor Michael. Yeah. But I do want to say this, and, and Peter, in denying Christ three times in, in the Gospels, when he was endowed with the Spirit of God, he actually told the Roman government, he says, listen, um, I'm going to continue to preach, whether right. you tell me or not, I'm going to continue right. to preach. I respect you. You're the government. I respect you. But when it comes to preaching the gospel, right. when it comes to preaching the gospel, I'm going to continue to preach the gospel. Amen. Because there's salvation in no other name. It's not right. in the government. It's not in the culture. It's in Christ and Christ alone. Amen. Close us out, Pastor Michael, please. Yes. Heavenly Gracious Father, we come before you in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you so much for this time, for Pastor Dom and myself to be able to talk about your truth and about your gospel. And we just pray for everyone that listens to this podcast, Lord. We pray, Lord, that the weight of the gospel will, um, will, fall, will fall upon them with a, with a heavy, strong hand, Father Lord, that they would be able to listen to this and understand just how much, oh Lord, our, our countries, our nations in both India and America need the gospel. And we pray, Lord, I pray for, for Pastor Dom as they serve there in America. Lord, I pray that their churches will intensify in strength and uh, gospel messages being preached in their activities and all that they do, that they would flourish, that they would grow, that they would be beacons of light that change their communities, that continue to impact their states. We pray, Father Lord, that you've used this nation as a model nation for many years. We pray, Lord, as, as the liberal left brings down so much of what has been built, as they burn the house down, let these men of God rebuild it from the ashes, founded upon your word. Lord, help them weather the storm. Help them stay strong, unmoved, and preaching Christ crucified every step of the way. I pray, Lord, that you will strengthen the minds of your people in America, in all these churches, and that you would use them for the glory of your name. We pray for the families of those children who lost their lives, that your mercy and grace would keep them and that your peace would wash over them in Jesus' name. Thank you, Pastor Michael. Street Talk Theology, where we take theology and take it to the street. 
Thank you for joining us for Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. You can visit Pastor Dom at Desert Sky Baptist Church at 891 West Corson Road, Casa Grande. And for more information, visit us online at www.desertskybaptist.org.